You're listening to Secrets of Data Analytics Leaders. Hello, listeners. My name is Dan O'Brien, and I'm a research analyst at Eckerson Group. Today, I'm speaking with Wayne Eckerson about his most recent report, Operating Models for Data and Analytics, How to Align Resources Across the Enterprise. Wayne is the founder and president of Eckerson Group and a globally known author, speaker, and consultant. Hi, Wayne. How are you? I am terrific. And yourself? I'm fantastic. Let's uh, hop right in. So in your report, uh, you're talking about operating models. What are data and analytics operating models, and who is responsible for them? Yeah, good question. Um, that seems operating model is a term that's gained relevance in the last number of years. And to be honest, I'm not sure where it came from, but it, to me, it really speaks about how you organize your data and analytics resources within an enterprise uh, so that they are aligned with each other, whether they're residing at, at the enterprise or corporate level or out in the business units or departments or domain level. Um, because oftentimes we see that especially those groups, the enterprise group and the, the domain groups are completely uh, non-aligned, oftentimes at odds with each other. Uh, and even within those groups, especially the enterprise groups, there's not a lot of alignment between the data team, the analytics team, which might be an analytics center of excellence. And there's no reach out or way of supporting in a consistent, systematic way the business units and departments out in the, in the domain. So in short, an operating model is how you organize yourselves in the data and analytics realm to ensure alignment across the enterprise and that you're getting the most bang for your buck from your data. Fantastic. And so if we have these models, who is responsible for implementing them? Who's in charge of this? Yeah, it's the head of data and analytics, uh, the officer, chief data and analytics officer, uh, could be different people, could be head of data, head of data engineering, plus head of analytics, plus a head of governance. Um, yeah, that, that's the thing. There's no one right way to organize, especially your enterprise teams, and there's no one right way to manage and set up who they report to within the organization. Uh, for instance, a lot of companies will put both data and analytics in IT. Some will put data in IT and analytics outside of IT and put data governance outside of IT. Um, some will put everything outside of IT. And that uh, is my preference is to, is to move all of data and analytics outside of IT, but it's, it's it's not necessarily what happens in most organizations for obvious reasons that data is a very technical undertaking and you need engineers and they are engineers are typically housed in the IT department. But yes, it's the head of data and the head of analytics or one person who's in charge of both who's responsible for the operating model. Right. And so you have all these teams, it can be bespoke, it's different for each company, but you've you've color-coded them and you've grouped them nicely using a blue, purple, red system. Could you talk about 
what these colors signify and how they're used to relate the teams? Yeah, many years ago, in a former job uh, at the Data Warehouse Institute, we, we came up with this notion of the purple person, right? Uh, and the purple person or purple people were those who could really make data and analytics work successfully at organizations. And they were purple because they're a blend of blue and red. In other words, they weren't just in IT and they weren't just red in the business. They were uh, basically a perfect blend of business knowledge and technical capability. So we call them purple people. And, and this, I guess, color coding, I think works well on the operating model side because you're gonna have a more technical people at the enterprise level on your data engineering teams, data architecture team, and your analytics teams. And then you're going to have more uh, generalists who still are technically savvy, but more business oriented who work and live out in the business units or departments. And you need a way to connect them. And that's the purple level or the purple you need people who have the technical expertise, but also business or domain knowledge to build solutions that actually work effectively and are delivered quickly to satisfy business needs. So there's many ways to create that purple layer, but ultimately that is the big challenge of an operating model, I think, is how do you organize your resources to ensure that you've both business knowledge and technical knowledge at the point of intersection with the customer. And that's not always the case in most organizations. Yeah. And so between these teams, we've got directions of flow of information and of control. Can we just give an example, discuss an example of a top-down flow? So that's what you call blue to purple. Yeah, so I think it's really important for the blue team, the enterprise data and analytics team, that in the old days used to do everything, right? In the old days, they would get the data, model the data, store the data, and then they would build out the reports and the dashboards on behalf of units and departments, or the, what I call the domains, right? Yeah. So we used to say that they kind of dictated everything. They were dictators. Uh, but in the last 20, 30 years, there's kind of been a slow-moving mutiny against that model. Business units don't like having to get in line and wait for the enterprise resources to come serve their needs because usually it takes too long, costs too much, and they don't deliver what uh, they want when they want it. And if they do, it's usually out of date by the time it gets delivered. So, so the old model of the enterprise group, the blue teams, essentially doing everything is gone. So the new mantra is not, I'm going to dictate what you do. It's, I'm going to facilitate what you do. So the new role really, with some exceptions, is that the enterprise teams, their job is to facilitate development in the business domains. So in my opinion, the flow is mostly about facilitation. Now, there's still a lot of development work that the blue team is going to do. The only the blue team can do enterprise-based cross-functional solutions. Right? Right. Uh, only the blue team is really capable of managing, ingesting data that's shared across 
functional areas. So they're going to be managing the, the data repositories. Gotcha. But after that, uh, most of the solutions are going to be built and reside in the business domain. So the blue team really needs to facilitate that local development work. So they need to find out who actually is data savvy and has data requirements and analytics requirements out in the domain. That's the first thing. Yeah. Find out who your customer is, right, in the business domain, and then figure out how best to serve them. And from what I've seen, that's you can help oversee them, train them, coach them, support them. I'm talking about data analysts typically and data scientists or managers of data analyst teams or data scientist teams that are out in the business. Also important to establish standards and document best practices and provide a platform on which they can work, a self-service platform that makes it easy for the business domains to build the stuff that they need for their own business processes. So those, those are the main things, you know, coach, support, train, establish standards, document best practices, and educate people about them in the business domains, and then create this self-service data platform that makes it a lot easier for the business domains to service their own needs. Fantastic. And then, and then on the reverse side that, you know, yeah. business domains also need to participate, <laughs> you know, they are the repository of business requirements. They know what they need, right? So they need to be make themselves available, which they often don't do, to folks who are going to develop solutions for them to express their business requirements. Uh, they also need to take an active role in governing the data because they know what the data should be and what it means. So they need to create uh, definitions that are consistent across the organization. So this is data governance, right? So the business domains play a huge role in uh, not only building solutions for themselves, but identifying their requirements and governing uh, the data and the output of their solutions building essentially reports and dashboards. Uh, and make sure that they're all standardized, consistent, and aligned across the enterprise. Great. Yeah. And now to go back to these these purple people, these hybrid teams, it seems like there can be, a, they can come in a lot of forms. Would you be able to discuss some of the common forms um, that these hybrid teams are appearing in? Yeah. So some are more bluish and some are more reddish. <laughs> And it oftentimes depends on the capabilities and interests of each domain. And this is what makes it challenging for enterprise teams is that there's no one size fits all. Every business unit is going to need to be dealt with differently based on the kind of resources it has, the number of data analysts, how skilled they are, the number of data scientists, if there are any, uh, and what their requirements are. So. Typically, in most organizations, you'll see sales, marketing, finance are pretty sophisticated when it comes to using data. And a lot of them have already built out their own teams, oftentimes uh, their own solutions, using their own tools. And they become silos of sorts, data silos. And that's usually a problem, but an opportunity, right? So if you've got groups like that, then 
the opportunity is to let's just empower what already exists there, but make sure that they're what they're building is built in a standard consistent way so other people can take advantage of what they're doing and we're not creating fragmented data. Right. So that's where a lot of the standards um, are, become important, best practices, and educating people about those, and then providing a platform. Now, these guys usually typically have their own tools that they're wedded to, and you may not be able to rip them out of their hands by any means, but at some point, hopefully, you can get them on a standard platform because it makes them, they can see that it makes them much more efficient and productive and they can get out of the business of having to become and be systems integrators and systems administrators on their own. Right. So that's more of a reddish approach is that we're just going to empower the teams that exist and slowly, gradually kind of move them in a more standard way of building and managing solutions. Now, a, a more bluish way to create that purple layer is to have experts on the enterprise team be assigned to individual business domains to support those domains and get to know those business domains inside and out and maybe even sit in those domains two or three days a week or maybe even more. Yeah. Uh, so that they gain that domain knowledge that they need to, to be able to, one, recommend solutions proactively, and two, build them quickly and effectively because they understand the business needs inside and out. So typically what we see there is companies building out centers of excellence or tiger teams or SWAT teams or even just individuals who have more than or more than specialists, you know, assign someone who can not only build ETL pipelines, and they can model data and they can build dashboards. You know, we used to call them spanners. They span the stack uh, required to develop a complete data and analytics solution. So you assign people who are enterprise oriented. You know, they are hired by and they reside in the, the corporate team but you assign them to each domain to build out the solutions and capabilities that that domain needs to meet its own business goals and objectives. So that, that's a more of a bluish approach. SWAT teams, tiger teams, or spanners, as we call them, assigned to individual domains. Yeah, well, thank you very much, Wayne. Appreciate your insight. You can uh, read Wayne's report, Operating Models for Data and Analytics, How to Align Resources Across the Enterprise, on our website, eckersongroup.com. And Wayne, what's the best way for listeners to keep in touch with you and maybe reach out about their data analytics needs? Sure, people can reach me at wayne at eckerson.com. Probably the best way to reach me. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. If you want more content from business intelligence to data management to data science, browse to the Eckerson Group website at eckerson.com.